Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, everybody. Do you have some home projects you're working on? Then you need to come on down to Screwy Louie Screws and Such, where we can meet all of your screws needs and everything else, because we have everything under the such. Screwy Louie Screws and Such carries much more than just screws. We have everything that you need for your home projects. Ask me a question, and I will tell you whether or not we have it, but I can guarantee you we do, because it all falls under the such. Screwy Louie Screws and Such, come on down. It's all him, yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's like this was the acoustic stuff was like recorded live, and then they took it to overdub. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's beautiful. It was a great song. Leave it on for a little bit of him singing. Fine. Leave it on until we get sued. Yeah. <laughs> they were hiding behind hay bales. They were planning in the full moon. Yeah, it's great. Can it? Leave it on for a second. Do, do you not hear this? You all loved him once. Yes. And not without cause. I was literally gonna bring that up. Yeah. Were you? It's very much. Yeah. It's, it's very similar melody and everything. Yeah. Connor Oberst. Yeah. From Bright Eyes. You can. Yeah, One of my favorite albums of all time, by the way. It's a great album. You know that's that Connor Oberst album and that song you all loved him once. Do you know Bright Eyes? The only thing I know about Bright Eyes is it helps me sleep. Huh. Oh, I agree to disagree. Mm. I mean, fucking love Bright Eyes, but whatever. Fuck you. What is this song about? This is supposedly his message to Crosby, Stills, and Nash. I've read that, and I don't get that at all. You don't get that at all? Not really. I mean, I think it means it can be applied to many different things, but specifically he... He wrote this about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And then later, years later, he said that he could have been a little more diplomatic about addressing how that they were not flexible and were not into experimenting with music and, and moving on from what they were doing. They were just stuck in one so place. So are they the Thrashers? No, the Thrashers are... That's the thing. The, the Thrashers could be this, the punk rock that's happening at that time, or the Thrashers could just be the anybody that's coming along and taking down the establishment and establishing something new. I don't... How the fuck is this about... 
I don't like, get it. When the, where the eagle glides descending, there's an ancient river bending through the timeless gorge of changes where sleeplessness awaits. I searched out my companions who were lost in crystal canyons when the aimless blade of science slashed the pearly gates. There's so many great lines. What is the crystal canyon? Did it like Laurel Canyon? Rush. Yeah, I was just he's talking say, about all the companions. CSNY. Yeah. Did no. it kind of bum CSN? you out when you read that you that this was about CSNY? Not bum me out. I, I just I don't I don't get I don't it. read too much into a lot of those things well, when they try to interpret Neil. It's kind of like us trying to interpret Neil. It's that's sort a good of point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, part of me was is kind of like, eh, maybe some lines, sure, but also Neil's just a fucking poet and. I think yeah maybe maybe the seed of it is it was that but I think he got into a flow state and just some really really beautiful shit came out. But what are because thra- to me this is a fucking and the melody and, oh, that, yeah. and that acoustic work it's gorgeous. But what yeah. what are yeah, thrashers? Really what are is that like a, it's a it's farm harvest? Equipment? Yeah. They harvest the yeah, wheat. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So you know Crosby, Stills and Nash or. His friends from the Laurel Canyon, Topanga Canyon, or anybody that was kind of stagnant in the seventies would it's not a danger you know they well like somebody said they woke up and those thrashers were two lanes wide they were coming in and just this is you know you got to change or a wave is going to come and just take you out okay on its own. i kind of get that i guess right and the 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 crystal canyons is definitely a Meaning reference to laurel canyon laurel canyons yeah. and yeah. stuff that's where his friends were this whole song yeah. though there's so many there's incredible lines burn in this my yeah. credit card for fuel yeah fucking that whole verse is about him moving out of the canyon yeah and mo- where I'm go- I went to where the pavement turns into sand yeah yeah you know burn my credit card for yeah. fuel what's the line protected by uh I forget they were, they were poisoned, poisoned with, with poisoned protection, with protection. Yeah, yeah that's they had the best selection they were poisoned with protection that's there, there that's was definitely nothing, a there shot was nothing that they needed that. nothing right. left to find yeah. that's definitely a shot okay. of Crosby Stills and Nash right. because they could have anyone they want playing their album Park Bench Mutations dude what the fuck it's great it's such a cool song yeah it's awesome and I, lo- I love it and then I like that he starts go ahead sorry no 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 I, well I was gonna say I just I love that so g- going into this, I assumed that both Rust Never Sleeps and Live Rust were just going to be live versions of songs I had heard before. Mm-hmm. But this was great because I don't, are any of these on any other albums? I don't think they are. Nothing on no, really, these. These were all, you well, know, kind of like. Honest, it, I mean, like, yeah, there's songs. I'm talking about albums that he had already no, released. No, 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 yeah. no. Like, no. like Sedan Delivery and Pocahontas, those were yeah. on The Hitchhiker, right? Yeah. It, but he hadn't really never of these released were Hitchhiker. on uh, Decade, though, right? Pocahontas was. Powderfinger was on um, right. Hitchhiker, but he never released it. They weren't on. No, none of these were on Decade, now. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I was going to say just real quick. I like that he starts that that little part there where he says, uh, "Where the eagle glides descending," and then at the end of the song he says, "Where the vultures glide descending." I like that on an added asphalt. A, a burp right before Highway you Bendy. said that. That was kind of it was poetic. Cute. Thank you. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is a beautiful song. I, I love like re- rediscovering this song again yeah. and understanding it way more than when I first started listening to this album, you know, like mm. 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it can be applied more to Crosby, Stills, and Nash, even though that's, you know, that's what he said he wrote it about. But it could be about, it's the whole concept of Rust Never Sleeps, of it's better to burn out than to fade away. It's like you got you to gotta move. Well, he, he talks about he, he's the, one, the dinosaur line too, right? Yeah, it's kinda, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he talks about you know I'm getting up. Er, he's up early. He's up before anybody else. He's up. He's going to get an hour before the sun. He wants to hit the road. He wants to move on. He also mentions like I got my own, you know, road to hoe, 
my and, he, and I think there's like a, a reference I don't know if it's actually a reference but to me I make a connection between this and words from Harvest where he's like it's um, just another line in the field of time Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what? What's that line in words? It's words. It's in the chorus, right? Uh, is it the between the lines of age? Yeah. Between the lines of age. Not the to lines me, of that's age. what he's. That's his life. Like, what he's working on. This field he's working on. He's rowing. He's hoeing his own row. He's and that's a. You know, what's the saying there? That's a hard row to hoe. Right? Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Hard row. And to he's got to do it himself yeah. because no one else is going to do it with him. They don't want to. It's too much work, and, you know, and so. That's like, so the field is like his life, and he's moving line by line. Yeah. You know, that's what he's saying. And it's also song. Neil just kind of going back to the things that I think he really enjoys writing about, like any agricultural shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so much of that on this album. And he's so yeah. goddamn good at writing about oh it, man. Yeah. yeah Can, I just want to read, there's, I, this is another one of those ones where you could read the whole fucking song, but you just read one line of it, Chew, but I want to read that last line. But me, I'm not stopping there. Got my own row left to hoe. Yeah. Just another line in the field of time. When the thrasher comes, I'll be stuck in the sun like the dinosaurs and shrines. Then I'll know the time has come to give what's mine. Damn. That's some deep so shit, know- Josh Dolan. It is. Yeah. He knows that there's going to be... What do you make of that? What we were talking about, but it probably had something to do about radio. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking thing. <laughs> what, do you, what do you make of that? I told you. I didn't come on, podcast God this week because my brain is fried. <laughs> You're not going to let him get a, wor- a real word in. You're just going to keep playing the Josh It's Dolan like breaking books. the ice. I just can't get a word in. What do you I make- just can't talk? Jesus, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I forget the line now. <laughs> Here, read it. You guys were totally wrong, and I hope you die in a car accident. Oh, I love that. Which one? Which the one last you- one. Last one. Starting with, like, dinosaurs. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> Well, to me, I don't know. I, I, you and I have had talks about that sort of thing before, about knowing when your, you know, your quote-unquote time is, is at hand, sort of. Yeah. And, and sort of, uh, like Shu was saying, ho, um, you have a, 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 a row uh, in farming terms. There's crops. There's work that needs to get done. But then in, in, this, in this imagery, which Neil's painting with the thrashers, meaning those big fucking machines that are coming at you. Yeah. It's kind of like I've put in all this work Listen. and now I know my time has come. So when we, when you and I were talking about like your, all the work you've done to get to where you were in radio and everything. Yeah. And I was talking about the band and, and like, you don't know what you're doing while you're doing it. And right. then all of a sudden, like a door opens and you're like, Oh, now I can go through it. Mm. I'll say it. Yeah. They did ask us to leave. <laughs> <laughs> they said, "There's the <laughs> There's door. There's the door. Walk through. Your it. code Listen. will be shut off at midnight." <laughs> I know, we're all we're all we're all thinking it. Jesus was really big onto agricultural parables. Here you go, Neil Young's Jesus. That's, we were all thinking it. Yeah, I'd rather think of and Neil Jesus Young also as... from Laurel Canyon and in the Twenty Seven <laughs> well, Club. Neil Young's a time traveling vampire, so maybe he went he back like to the, the early thirty three zeros. Yeah, Close see, enough. that's what I'm Close saying. Enough. Did he back then? <laughs> yeah. you know, did he travel back to, you know, the, what do they call it? What do you, um, what do you call that AD? when Jesus was born? The aughts. The aughts. The original aughts. The <laughs> Day o- one of the Earth. The OG aughts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Earth started with Jesus. The, the original that's like, 30s. That's like even way beyond creationism, <laughs> yeah. where they think the Earth's like, that's what I used to believe, actually, but... 
I it never is, believed. man. I was taught that shit. I never believed that. Oh, God. Your, your <laughs> jacket voice is so bad. Although mine was probably really bad Yours reading that. Bad, yeah, man. man. That was hard You're starting for me. to wheeze out at yeah, the end. Yeah, it was really you hard. You started strong. Struggled. That's tough, man. I know. That was really hard. I can't do it for I more could than do five it. seconds. I, I don't know what it is. I just didn't drink enough water today. You got to really get some fucking moisture going for oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for that jacket voice. Nice and wet. Josh loves the word moisture. I, I do. Yeah. That's one. That's one word I do like that yeah. no one else does. It's true. But everyone does I'm just, know. I'm just Jesus saying, was from LA. I'm just so. saying the the parab- like all the parables White. about the wheat and the Straight. whatever oh, yeah. like Republican. thrashers taking care of wheat. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I agree. I agree. Should we move on? Because we're getting. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about Jesus. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, me too. Shoot. Speaking of people who rode animals, I get him and Neil confused yeah. all the time. Who rode ancient animals. This is Luke's favorite song. I don't album. dislike the song. I actually really like the song. I just hate how he pronounces llama. Turn it up. Remember the Alamo when help yeah, was it. on the way. No, it's just it's the better now. It's just the first if you if you turn it up, you can hear them. They do it the whole time. The whistles. I like to take a walk, not around the block. Some I, met a I love that chain. I gotta paint it. I gotta paint it. It's such a. This is an earworm song, man. This yeah, song gets stuck the chorus, in your totally. fucking head, dude. This song yeah. rules. I just hate how he says llama. I hate that he says you llama. Played that part, then. It's so punk rock how he says it, though. <laughs> yeah, is it? That's though? a punk rock llama. <laughs> it is. It's not even because he wants to rhyme it with Texarkana. Because that's technically pronounced Texarkana. Isn't uh, it? Shut the fuck up. Shut up, Luke. <laughs> technically, guys. Play, play, the, play the chorus so people can hear what I you're talking like about. No one wants to hear you talk about say how you pecan? pretend like you know how Texarkana is <laughs> actually fuck pronounced. Fuck you. Uh, isn't it? Uh, I, uh, Shut up. Technically, Arkansas Play is the fucking Ar- part Kansas. we want you to play. <laughs> <laughs> what part is it? Uh, I don't know. She wanted you to play. Uh, the, uh, the llama line. Yeah, oh, play what the, minute? Where? Oh, I don't know. I don't it's remember. the first chorus. It's, yeah, it's the chorus. When we got on the ship It's coming up right here Like any other primitive I love that Oh yeah, I like that That's really awesome Musically, it's brilliant Awesome And again, the acoustic The way he plays Yeah It's a very big sound it must be with Poncho. He's got like a low end. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's overdubbed. Yeah. But the way he keeps that, yeah. the way it slaps. Yeah, yeah. It's got a nice slap. Here it comes right here. I'm going to ride my llama from Peru to Texarkana. I want to ride him good in my old Now, I don't think he's saying llama. I think he's saying lamb, but with a little bit of an up talk. <laughs> Lama. I'm, I'm glad you're ride here, my lamb. He's subverting all of us. <laughs> he's <laughs> calling the song Ride My Llama, but then when it gets to that line, he just says lamb, but with a little bit of a Canadian yeah, little, A sort of a A little thing bit of an up talk. <laughs> now, what was the name of that uh, llama in Napoleon Dynamite? First, oh God! Oh, uh, <laughs> oh that was Tina. Tina, Tina, Tina. Yes. Tina come get some ham. Yeah. That was the name of that llama. 
Stop I'm gonna write Lama. We're Stop. gonna oh, we're, we're 100 gonna say Lama from now on. This <laughs> yeah, podcast, totally Lama all the time. Yeah. I you love that, that movie. Line. You love that movie about Lam- the the Lama the the Silence the, of the Lamas. <laughs> no, no, the fucking <laughs> the emperor who turns into a llama. Emperor's new groove, yes, Luke. Emperor's I get new it. Okay, we uh, get it. Oh, All before right. we move on, shoot, are we gonna have the uh, lead singer Lama of God? Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I don't know if he's still in Lamb of God. <laughs> Randy Bluth. It's Blythe. It's Blythe. I like that. Well, so what is like? Remember the Alamo when help was on the way. It's better here and now. I feel that good today. Is he talking about that feeling where guys at the Alamo? <laughs> knew or thought that there was help that was going to come in time. Mm. And so that's that feeling of, like, we're going to hold them off. That warrior we feel, mentality Well, or no, we're like, we feel confident. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. feel, I feel confident that we're going to get saved. There's hope there right. or something. Well, I, the imagery, not to keep going back to Jesus here, but what, what did Jesus ride into Jerusalem right before they killed him? Beamer. Yes, it was a Beamer. A donkey. I think it was an Audi, actually. Uh, yeah. It was that's a donkey, what, but Jesus that's rode what a donkey. Young David Briggs has but I feel like button. Jesus rode into a place, and then they killed him. And at the Alamo, everyone died. It's almost like when he starts off saying, talking about the Alamo, it's like he knows shit's coming. He's getting the fuck out of there, and he's riding a llama, oh, and he's going with this dude he met from Mars. Yes, that's what I love about this. He basically gets picked up by a Martian and smokes Martian weed with him. Yeah, I think that line is he's hanging out with Robin Williams while he was at the height of oh. his Mork and Mindy. Oh. Fame. That was my wrong one. Well, you it was pretty going? good. You're not going to do anything else. Just that. Nope, you have to now. Go. Oh. And then sniff. <laughs> yeah, sniff. And then sniff. <laughs> I um, love the... Um, is that... Yeah. Maybe he's talking about David Bowie. <laughs> I don't know. You know, because you know, he had that fascination oh, with Bowie. Yeah. I met a man from Mars. He picked up all my guitars and played my traveling what songs. What if it was? That'd be wild. And when we got on ship, he brought out something for the trip. He said, it's old, but it's good, like any other primitive would. Yeah, but it's Neil, so it's probably about a fucking ice cream cone or well, something. Well, I think this goes <laughs> along with the, the, the theme he has about Native Americans, like Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think that Powderfinger has a bit of that theme in it also, and that, you know, that's a cause that he really believed in. It, it, did you guys ever read The Martian Chronicles? No, by no. Ray Bradbury. No. Basically, the whole book is just like a metaphor for how we settled North America. Huh. And they, it's like there was already people and a culture on Mars, and that we went there, and it kind of was like a critique on how Americans spread their influence all over the world, but they were doing it on Mars. How we killed them in their teepees. Right, exactly. Influence kind of or thing. smallpox? Which one did we spread? Mm. <laughs> But that's like when he said, like any other primitive would. That's kind of what reminded me of that. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely that theme floating throughout this yeah. whole album. Well, that's what he was going to name Zuma, Ride My Llama. Right. Oh, my God, that's, that's right. right? Yeah. And it was going to be an album that had a theme of indigenous peoples. Yeah. Yeah. So the so primitive was wood to be was Zuma. an old wooden ship. No, that's Crosby, Stills, Nash, no, and Young. No, it's W O U L D. I couldn't oh. really find Not any. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really find any um, much on meaning of those lyrics. I couldn't either, yeah. yeah. I love this song. I, I don't it, dislike man, it yeah. at all. I, it's a, like a little pet peeve how he it's says It's a sneaky Lama. fave for me. Really? It's one of my sneaky faves. This one is the hardest for me to pick a top three. Like by, yeah, of all these albums, this is the hardest. This was a hard one for me to, to find a cut song. Yeah. 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 
No, same. Yeah, yeah. I had a few yeah. different reasons for some, eat like. I, I I think I I established mine and I already said why. So, all right. But let's we'll uh, let's let's go to the next here. This is definitely not it. No. <laughs> if it, I think this might be my top. Wow. Yeah. Over my my and Powderfinger. I almost. No. Yeah. No. Never mind. This is a great fucking song. Yeah. And you want to talk about like little the things in between the little like whistles and the yeah. drums that he uses and shit. I have wine. I have. You might as well just turn it off now so we can go to that shit. But I also just love that don't don't stuff there. It's great. Yeah. Or the what does he use in between? Does he use like a? It's like a weird whistly thing that he uses. Yeah, I can tell you. I when thought it was like up. him. Any, I thought it was it was just like the sound of him moving his finger along strings yeah. and then they put a delay on it. Well, Maybe. there's that too, but then there's, there's also like a penny like a, whistle or a something pen, yeah, too. Yeah, or something. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know where it is, but if you're listening, go listen to Powderfinger off of Rust Never Sleeps. It's fucking great. I can. Well, we're not on Powderfinger, but no, I'm Pocahontas. sorry, Pocahontas. Yeah, sorry. Um, this is also just. I mean, I know we've talked about it a, a, t- a bunch, but this is also just another incredibly gorgeous melody, and like the acoustic playing is is awesome. Oh, yeah. The way he plays that acoustic. Then just the storytelling in this is like that's the thing. It's a beautiful song, has beautiful melodies. The chorus is gorgeous. The story is like horrific. Yeah, you know, it's like that with Powderfinger too. Yeah, it's like Powderfinger has those beautiful harmonies, that great chorus, you know, and the guitar playing. But it's also a really frightening story. So that juxtaposition there to me is really, to me, that really pulls me in. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm listening to this song. It's beautiful, but at the same time, the story is just terrible. Well, you know, it's you. You mentioned chorus, but what I really love about those two songs, this song and Powderfinger, is that there technically is no chorus. Yeah, he yeah, just right. goes through yeah. verses. That's true. But yeah. it, he makes you feel like the song itself is a chorus. Was right. it? Was it? Especially thi- with Powderfinger. Was it this but one? We'll get to it. Was it this one or Powderfinger that he showed to um, Ronnie from Skinnerd? Powderfinger. Was it yeah. Powderfinger? Yeah, he offered Powderfinger yeah. to and they Skinner. Were, they were going to take it, and then they, right. that's and when then the plane, plane crash, crash happened. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Neil. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Christ. <Damn> you. <laughs> that was the day before Lennon. And I love the mention of Marlon Brando. Yeah. yeah. I well, think that's awesome. Indigenous rights activist, yeah. which I didn't know at all. Yeah, he was a big... T- he, uh, when he won the Oscar for The Godfather... What's he, that? Is he, that a movie? Yeah, that's a, a film about <laughs> Italian Americans. Oh, I'm just filming Italian Joshua. subs. Yeah, it's a film about how the Italian. It's a sub documentary was about Mike Shue's journey and into the. Italian I'm the Godfather film. of grinders. <laughs> grinders. You come here. Yeah, because so he, the day he, of my four-month-old plastic <laughs> baby's wedding. You insult little David Briggs. <laughs> you come into my house and you insult you know, little David Briggs. <laughs> One day I'm gonna, you're gonna have to provide me an Italian sub for well, the I, services. I rock him. Then you're gonna have to go tell one of your goons to get me a sub. Neil Young mentioned me in one of his songs, but I don't know if he wanted to sleep, have a threesome with me. That's what I was said at the top of this podcast. Is that what he's saying? I don't think it is. I, it is no, the weirdest. It's funny to It's so it's weird. I want it. No, no, no. I just, I just in my head, I want to imagine Neil's sexual fantasy being. That he sleeps with Pocahontas, wakes up, and then Marlon Brando's hanging around the campfire, and then they all bone around the campfire. <laughs> but it's you know like also it, like Pocahontas, right? He talks about Pocahontas, and then uh, it, it, the line is like where he talks about how she felt. I'm like, Neil, come on. Are you talking about emotionally, physically? 
it, it or is both. The, it's you the know, weirdest it's like, part of the song. Did he song. want to bite the bullet there? Right. Uh, did he, uh, you know. She was the. What original, if he wanted, Did he want to taste the rainbow? She was the original Carolina what Queen. What if he? Um, what if he slept with Pocahontas? Woke up in the morning and it was actually Marlon Brando because that Martian weed made him hallucinate. Or you're what, getting looks from what your if, daughter. What if? <laughs> you forgot you. Or, take care of your little brother. <laughs> <laughs> or what if Neil, being the time traveling vampire, taste, he I, was? I meant, did he want to taste? All the colors what if, of the what wind. if Neil traveled back in time and he's been able to sleep with any woman he wants except for Pocahontas? Right, and that's the origination of the song. Uh, I don't actually, I don't want to say that because the song is so beautiful. In know, the uh, poem, we're making it very misogynistic. In the, we are. terrible. In the poem, the bridge. Yes. Which okay. He wrote that song about from time fades away. Pocahontas was the main character mm. yeah. in that poem. So I wonder if that was kind of an inspiration for this also. How come Disney didn't let Neil write the songs? I know, right? The, uh, because they have picture. a deal with Randy Newman. Yeah. And it only takes Randy Newman four hours to write a song that makes Disney $30 million. It's a story about a native and a white guy like me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you got a friend in my TP. And then they went on an adventure and then they became very close. Is that your Randy Newman? Yeah. It's actually not bad. I mean, it's kind of like you your Marlon Brando imitations. It just sounds like a deaf guy. <laughs> you got <laughs> friend in Josh. Randy, Randy Newman. Side, no a side I'm note about Randy Newman. He, in an interview, he said that he'd wake up around. Away. Like, Disney would say, we need a song for this movie. This is the story. He'd wake up around 10 o'clock in the morning. By, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, he'd have a song. <laughs> and Disney would give him, like, $5 million. It yeah. sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what a gig! That's why he loves. I mean, LA. you got a friend. That's in right. Me. <laughs> it's, it's a, it's a know, goddamn classic. It's an SCC. Yeah, it's a Stone Cold classic right there. He does hate short people though. Short people That's right. got no reason to. Short people got. Who's worse, Elvis Costello or Randy Newman? I like Randy Elvis Newman. Costello. Elvis little Elvis hands, Costello. little feet, got to pick them up just to talk to me. I Is love that, that about David Briggs? They, yeah. I mean, you're David Briggs. Doll, you're, well, uh, that's sorry, the song yeah. Adam Sandler would write. <laughs> they got little toes. No, come Short on. people got no reason to play. Short people got no reason to Short people. a boom. Yeah. Short people. Please don't have an Adam Sandler off right now. Please. We're talking about some some of the most you, beautiful know, songs ever such written. A gorgeous. Can you go Adam to Adam Sandler can, for me? Can you go to uh, like one eleven? I, w- I want to hear those I I I's that they do. Those. Actually, keep it on because this is where we get those weird sounds that you wanted to hear. It's like, I don't know if it's the, like we were talking about, I don't know if it's the guitar or keys or, listen, here it comes. It is a guitar. Yeah, it sounds like they, he's moving his hand across the strings. And then there's a flute. Yeah. Or something. Flute. Oh, it's so cool. Neil does play the penny whistle. But if you, I mean, you're not going to get it in this, the iPad version I'm playing, but the... The drum that he uses, that hand drum he's using in this, it's like this right here. I thought this was a guitar, like I he was it, playing a guitar. Yeah. Maybe it is. I don't know, but you hear so some real low like end kind of native vibe. Yeah. I feel like all those sounds that you're hearing are just his guitar. I, I don't see. Yeah, I think in it's the just credits they, it just says 
It doesn't say anything this about This song is so, so damn good. Yeah. What is his little box at the top of the stairs? I think that's his apartment. <laughs> that's where that's he what he means. Yeah. Like he's that's in like he kind of a small son. apartment. Right, with his Indian rug and a yeah. pipe to share, yeah. living the hippie lifestyle there. My eyes have turned to blanks. Oh, my God. This, this song is incredible. <laughs> I w- this, like, this song, and I go back to, like, after the gold rush for a lot of the same vibe or even, like, I, I, I hear the song and I think I'll never, ever write a song as good as this song. Do you know what I'm saying? It's so fucking good. And this Powderfinger, Thrasher, Hey Hey My My, every song on this, the, the songwriting is second to none, yeah. in my opinion. It's fucking incredible. And these were, a lot of these were songs that have been around for a while. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. he, he's, he had recorded before and it's then nuts. just not released. Yeah. And they were just sitting around. Because Pocahontas is pretty older. It's like they, this goes back to the that 60s. Was the Hitchhiker, yeah. right? Well, and I think that, he did actually, it at that, yeah. at that fucking live, uh, um, the one that was called Sugar Mountain or whatever. I think if you go on Neil Young Archives, they show his handwritten, the papers yeah. he wrote. And right. I think that's from, Yeah. I think those are from 69. I was going to say, I think it's from like 69 yeah. or 68. I was going to say that too. <laughs> yeah, Josh. Shut up, Josh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> to me, I also feel like, yeah, Marlon Brando was, was uh, like you guys said, were, were saying, he was an in- indigenous people's sort of activist, activist and stuff. But also to me, at the end when Marlon Brando comes, when when Marlon Brando comes in at the end of the song, uh, he also talks about Hollywood, right? And the Astrodome, and then right after that he says the first TP. So it's like to me Marlon Brando sort of represents Hollywood because I mean you know it doesn't at that time. But he rejected Hollywood, right? So because he boycotted the Oscars and he sent that representative to speak for the Native Native American people in his place. Marlon Brando kicked ass. He was like a like the Neil Young of actors. Yeah. He just yeah. did his own fucking thing. Totally. And, and a good spokesman for women's rights. Yeah, and rights. I, w- I wasn't saying oh, it in a negative relax. way. I just meant, like, it's, it's funny to me that he God mentions Marlon Brando sitting around talking about right. Hollywood, and then you have the comparison between the first TP and right. the Astrodome. And, and uh, I was just wondering what your takes were on that. I think the, the whole first TP and the Astrodome line is like this is where we, this is where we've come this is where yeah the Native that's American. right that's what, yeah. so they had tps on probably that same piece of land the astrodome is on right that's kind of you was know, my so, vibe of it right yeah. it's like so the and you fir- get marlon brando TP. who's this hollywood guy who's kind of rejecting it but you also have pocahontas who's you know representing the tp sort of right yeah, yeah. well it, it i mean you look at so you have the astrodome which at the time marlon brando if he could fill the Astrodome with admirers. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But he hated that. He hated that whole culture. And then you go back to the first TP that had one person that no one knew yeah. who they were, but that person was satisfied with the land. Yeah. And I think that's kind of Neil's point is like you have Hollywood in this whole lifestyle that's supposed to be this thing that everyone craves and desires, but it's fucking empty. Which is what I think out of my my hey hey is yeah you know totally that's what out of the blue into the black is to me it's, god this album is so good yeah it's fucking awesome which i also i think is a good enough lead-in unless people have more stuff on this into the um into sail away because it doesn't this have tp yeah Right off the and top. He, same comparison. He has yeah. a TP and a penthouse. Yeah, and a penthouse. Comparison. So when yeah. he says, well, I could die in the penthouse 35 or whatever it is, does he mean, like, fuck that? I could die? That sucks? Or mean, like, I'd be happy there? Like, I'm happy wherever I am? Yeah, I think that's it. He said, yeah. I could die. I could die fr- in a TP, or I could die in a place as, as grand as a yeah. penthouse. 
as long as we could sail away. So as long as we could be together. Yeah. yeah. It's really pretty. There's really nice guitar stuff in here. Like yeah. there's like some like just like the dings and like the sort of belly chimey shit he does. It's really nice. Leave this on though. Nicolette's back, but you know who I want to hear in this is Ben Keith, man. So bad I want to hear Ben Keith in this song. He's got such a fucking rock yeah. for Ben Keith. He, pr- he probably, the pedals, this song could have used pedals. Yes, too. and yeah, also absolutely. his harmony. Like, I, I, I was doing it. When I was listening, I was singing like Ben Keith would. And, and I, I, I not, I'm not saying I'm as good as Ben Keith. It I'm sounded not, like but, you were saying that, though. Yeah. But. I wanted to sing That's it. Pretty fucking I wanted thing to sing to that like Ben Keith, so that people could hear what I was talking about. But they'll just they'll just imagine it. Whatever. Fuck you. Yeah, they'll imagine you as as great as Ben Keith. Yeah. Uh, how about the um, losers in the bar? Well, yeah, that's like, a good line. That whole thing there to me is is a very common Neil theme of the 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 I don't want to say the little people, but the not at the top people, right? That those are the real. That's the real shit. That's Right, and he touches on that a little later on in the album in a different tune. But yeah, that's like the losers are in the best bars. You meet, know, meet, meet the, winners the winners and the, and the dives, dives. Where yeah. the people are the real stars right. all the rest of their lives. Right, they don't need a movie. They're already, yeah. they're already living a Those life. Those are the real right. people. You know what, Luke? It kind of reminded me, and I, I don't... And maybe we might edit this out, but it reminded me a little of... Uh, an old bandmate of ours has a story of meeting Robin Williams. Yeah. And it reminded me of that because... I'll just quickly tell this story. Uh, he, back in like maybe the eighties or yeah. something, he was doing this this thing for a politician who was running for something at the time, and they had brought on a couple comedians and a couple of musical. Was acts. Josh Dolan one of them? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of the actors was Chevy Chase, who's kind of commonly known to be kind of a dick. Yeah, but he's in Community. And then the other, <laughs> and then the other uh, comedian was Robin Williams, and then the. Do music- I do a quick impression? Go ahead, yeah. No, did you want to? Oh, no, I didn't. Okay. But then, uh, oh, and then uh, uh, the musical guest was the guy that... Musical our, our, guest! Musical guest! And then the, the uh, musicians were... A powder finger! Sorry. Was Tom Rush, and our old bandmate was playing with Tom Rush, and um, he talked about how uh, they were all hanging out backstage, and Chevy Chase didn't really interact with them and was kind of a dick. Shocker. Yeah. And, but Robin came into their dressing room, even though he had his own and all that shit. To shave for the third time. And uh, he comes, <laughs> he came in, he came in and he just started fucking going in that Robin way. And he talked about how he was just so sick of the, all the like hoity-toity people out there for this politician and all these rich people and all this whole scene, this whole thing, and how he wanted to be with the real people, you know, like... Right. These musicians, these dirty musicians backstage, and and he talked about how Robin Williams like stunk like bo, but they all just didn't care. He they just he, they had they were all on the ground laughing, you know. And Robin just talked about wanting to be with the real people because he was just so fed up with with like the fakeness, and and he could have a real experience with these guys backstage who were there to just play music for this thing, you know. So kind of like when Neil moved to Santa Cruz to play with the Ducks. Yeah. yeah, same you know, idea. Yeah, he wanted right. to be. He wanted to play the dive bars. And then you don't get you my know. my hey hey without that experience, That's true. right? Yeah. You know. But it's like he wanted just to be a guy in a band in a little town and play the shitty bars around town and mm-hmm. and hang out with the people in the dive bars. Fucking yeah. Robin, man, I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best. Robin, really? Yeah. 
You oh. like? Do you like his comedy, or, or you more like mean like his acting? Uh, both. I mean, I I think maybe his his comedy, and then just him like riffing, like talking, like sure. on talk shows and stuff. I'm not like super into like his comedy specials, but. Yeah. Just him as a person, like, him and me he's are... one of a kind. Yeah, he's and just... he's, like, one of those people where, like, especially, like, in high school, I was the polar opposite of him politically, and, like, I had, like, a hard time in high school, like, separating the two, and I, like, cared back then. Right. <laughs> I don't care anymore, but he was, like, one of the people that I was, like, I don't care what he says. I love him. Do you want to uh, cry your eyes out? Listen to the song Robin Williams by Noah Gunderson. Oh, God. Do you know Noah Gunderson? Did you ever watch Sons of Anarchy? No. He did, no. like, almost all the music for the first couple seasons. But he has a song that came out this year or last year called Robin Williams. I'll send it to you before you leave. Every time I'm in Boston, I still I make my wife come with me to go buy the bench from Goodwill Hunting, and oh, I cry geez. every single time. That's a great, that's fuck, right. that's a great <laughs> fucking movie, man. You know what? You know what? And not to go down too much of a tangent, but, like, uh, that movie Awakenings. Do you remember that, Russ, yeah. man? My name's Leonard Lowe. Yes. I, oh, was that Robert, Robert De Niro? Yes. Yeah, okay, De Niro and yeah. Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. That was so good. They made us watch that in science so, class. Awesome so I, when, the last time I lived in air, we lived on West Main Street, and that we had just gotten cable. We hadn't have had cable for forever, and uh, we got cable. And the first movie I watched on Comcast was Awakenings. I just saw that. You know, remember they used to have the free movie section? Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, Awakenings. I'll watch that. It was like a Saturday afternoon. And it got to the scene where that movie, seen, that's an uncomfortable. If you haven't seen Awakenings, it's 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 a great fucking movie. Spoiler alert! But anyway, it got to the scene where Leonard, the guy, character Russ just said, My played by Robert De Niro, Rowe. he has this disease that like literally makes him unable to move, and he gets right. he breaks can't away from speak, that, nothing. and then it starts to slowly go away, and he can't stop shaking. But this woman dances with him, dude. I. I had to go down into my basement because I was crying so loudly that I thought I was going to, like, scare the rest of my family. I was, like, loudly weeping at that scene. Oh, man. Wow. I'm, like, literally fucking thinking about it now and, like, a, oh, my God. It's really, really it's embarrassing a, when that really happens. I don't – it, like – it's so fucking good. Oh, my God. Anyway. Yeah. Fucking Robin, man. Yeah, he's great. I mean, What's that, the hardest you ever cried to a movie show? Um, God, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. No, no, it may have been bad Good news Burger. Bears. It was Good Burger. No, no. It's a rush speaking of the Astrodome, I think it was it was Bad News Bears too. <laughs> mine was Bad yeah. Santa. I hate you both. I'm not your fucking dad. Dad. No, mine was actually a movie I can't remember the name of. It was Toy Story. Uh, oh God, Toy Story Three. My God, that's oh that one. was a hard one. That. that was a rough one. But yeah. it. it you guys was that probably the one never where they were it, trapped so. in the... Um, They're, like, going down into the In the incinerator? Yeah. 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 Okay, you know what? They should have ended it there. That can you imagine they if the credits yeah. started? You know, yeah, right. So they're, they're sliding down. They realize they can't get away. They all look at each other. They hold hands. <laughs> oh, God. And listen, wait, wait. Thinking about it. They, they hold hands, fade to black, roll the credits, play the theme from Platoon. <laughs> Or play My My Hey Hey. No, no yeah, even or, better. Or yeah. just fuck with, or just like yeah. completely the hard version. Or yeah. literally just <laughs> <laughs> or, or just fuck everyone's brains and play You Got a Friend in Me. Yeah. Right. Oh my god. That, but I think I think Toy Story yes. Three was so much more emotional too because I felt like a lot of those 90, 90s movies like Toy Story, like Andy, I felt like was my age the whole way and like that came out my senior year of high school, and yeah. I felt like... You weren't with us when we saw it, right? 
No. No, no. Yeah, I saw it with a big group of dudes, like, big group of us, and it wasn't just dudes. I don't know why I saw it. Big group of dudes. <laughs> We're in a big group I, of dudes. I was going to yeah, let you go by us. Dan Moshpit loves Toy Story. Balled my fucking eyes out in Toy Story 3. <laughs> RC's my favorite. Oh, fucked up my Oakleys. <laughs> But uh, we all, we all like the, during that scene, man. We were all crying together and holding hands, just oh like they God. were in the scene. It was, that yeah. and you know, I'm not even going to say the kid, movie for people that. our age, man. That 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 is what. Yeah, all those we movies were that like, age. like yeah. I'm going to get shit, especially from you for saying this. Santa Claus Three because Charlie was our age. Oh uh, yeah. And then like there was I a lot of flashbacks. Wait, one, wait, though. the Santa Claus Three. Yeah, because there was a lot of flashbacks to the first one, which is like yeah, one of my. Yeah, because they really have ran out of ideas. So the original's great. The one with Martin Short. It was. Get the fuck out of here. Go. No, no, that's that's Santa too. That no, fuck it's that not. one. Nope. Is the Martin Short one? That's three. Buddy. Anyway, when when they started Look, doing you're the, the flashbacks, one who confidently knows that it's that one. <laughs> I have so, I have I a lot of kids. Oh, no, dude, you're wrong. It's definitely the third one with Martin Short, and you're giving him shit for enjoying it, even it's though he's not sure who's in it. Yeah. Anyway, can we move on to Powderfinger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Powderfinger, my Silway favorite was, Bond movie. It was supposed to be on Comes a Time, obviously. Yeah. And he thought he'd stick it on here. And, and, uh, I'm quite fine honestly, with it. You know, quite, it bores the hell out Sorry, of me. Sorry, you're talking about Sail Away. I'm away. jumping ahead. Yeah. This is my cut song. Are you talking about Sail, Sail Away? away? Yeah. yeah. My, it's my cut song, too, because just put it on Comes a Time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad song. I would just, want it on cuts on. Comes it's my least favorite of the album is the only way I know how to put it. Yeah, me too. I enjoy it. I like it. Yeah. But every other song rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move right. on to Powderfinger then. Yeah. Look out, mama, there's a white boat coming up the river. Jeez. With a big red beacon and a flag and a man on the rail. I think you better call John because it don't look like the hair. Have you guys seen the... Uh, from the 90s, the version of him doing this. I think, it, Shu, you talked about how they brought back those big amps and shit later on. Yeah, for the... Um, that was in the 90s. Yeah, the uh, it was the Ragged Glory yeah. yeah, and and they do a few of these songs, and they have the big amps and all that shit. Yep. Um, and if you watch, if you go on YouTube and watch some of those shows, man, you can see all these fucking totally 90s people in the audience. Oh, yeah. But they're from all walks of life. There's, like, an older black woman who's singing her head off and then there's just this dude with like this coming out of the 80s type of mullet with like one of those vests on <laughs> and you just you just pan through the audience and they're all just singing this song like really intensely all their you know? shirts are tucked in the, between this and and um fucking uh keep on rocking in the free world they're all they all just are singing everything in, like passionately this song is incredible yeah Sh- uh shout out to my my friend and rusty your friend too chris letart who is a listener of this podcast He's the first person to turn me on to this. And the first version I ever heard of this song was the version off a of Hitchhiker a few years ago. Yeah. And I, I mean, I like both versions, obviously, but what a fucking song this is. Yeah. Like, yeah. What an amazing story. To me, the story mm-hmm. is it's like it goes along again with the Native American theme and how this country was formed through, through violence and oppression and, mm-hmm. and thievery. And, Which we're still dealing with. Yeah, today. and so what I think he does. Th- this is my speculation. What he does with the song is he he doesn't have Native American names here. Yeah, he has like regular 
names like John, John, yeah. and Mary Lou, Emmy Lou, Emmy Lou, yeah. whatever. And so he puts the white man in their place as a group of people yeah. who are being driven from their rightful land. Hmm. You know, and that's to me that's what this song is. It's like he's switching places. So that hey, man, maybe now, maybe yeah. this will make you understand. Right, like yeah, yeah. you could imagine, like. imagine your your uncle or your father yeah. or your mother. You know, or John or whoever, you know, and they're the ones being driven out and murdered in their teepees and mm. the women are being killed and stuff like that. Mm. So he's trying to kind of put the white man in the shoes of the Native American in this song. I, also, I like that interpretation. I yeah. also love that he, I mean, in My My Hey Hey, he talks about it's better to burn out than to fade away. And then that comes back in this song with um, Shelter Me from the Powder and the Finger. Um, when he get when he talks about uh, cover me with the thought that pulled pulls the, trigger. the trigger. Remember, um, remember, remember me, as, as one, one you, you never figured to fade away fade so away young. Somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and to me, that's where how he says it's better to burn out than to fade away. Like yeah, that solidifies he's that he's about, talking yeah. about when you fade away, it's when you die young, and it's you yeah. just slip out of it. Yeah. And wow. I I don't know the, every fucking thing about this song. This is especially this version. You don't if you're not listening to the lyrics, you're not getting how yeah. intense well, and like hard. And this, this is song where is. this is the first this is the this is the tune where it switches to electric now. Yeah, oh there that's hasn't right. been electric right. up to yeah. this point. Yeah. And but, no electric guitar until now. But that I believe. line and then I love that we talk I, I mentioned earlier how there's no chorus in, no. in no. this song either. But that riff that comes out, yeah. and we didn't <laughs> hear it. That lick is the chorus. Turn it back up to yeah. where we were. You, that lick that comes after each verse coming up right after right here and it gets more intense as the song goes this is crazy horse with him for all yeah oh yeah oh yeah um but that to me shoe is your chorus you know what yeah, I mean? Right. That, because yeah. that's the part everyone wait. You know it's coming. It's kind of like the that separating page in between chapters. Yes. Yeah. In a book. So okay, we're at this section now, and now they're taking shots at the family, and they're taking shots at the dog. Mm-hmm. You know that line though. The one that really gets me is the. Um, raised my rifle to uh, my eye. Never yeah, stopped to wonder why. Too. Then I saw black, and my face splashed in the sky. My yeah, face splashed in the sky. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah. That's like some dark, right? And then he, the way he leads up to it, though, like raise my rifle to my eye, never stop to wonder why. Like, it's just this kid who's caught in this shit that he had nothing to do with, and it's just like kind of like a the portrait of every war ever. Do you know what I mean? Just some kid, yeah, some scared kid, yeah. right? Who's just there, and there's this boat, this monster right. boat that he's gotten nothing to do with. Right. There's a greater force descending right. upon, you know, wherever he is, his village or just his ranch or his home or whatever yeah. it is. Just like how, you know, we sent cavalry into villages. To, and it's the same shit that's going on even in, in parts of Africa where child soldiers, you know, are right. being taken from villages yeah. and shit like that. And, or, I feel like or even like any gang war culture now, and still. stuff. Yeah, it's just there's all kinds of shit like but that. But there's the where, people that are caught in the middle. Yeah. Where, you know, but this one is to me in particular... It's like they have this land. It's theirs. Their family's on this land. The uncle's on this land. 
you know, so they've been on this land, and here comes this force, whoever it is, just just wanting to take it. And the father, who isn't around, um, he had warned them about that. You know, he said, red means run, son. Yeah. Numbers, numbers add, add up, up to nothing. What does that mean? Nothing. You think that means blood? Red red means run or the flag because he said there's a big red beacon and a yeah that might be it you know numbers add up to nothing it might Meaning it like, might mean like get the hell out of there it's not worth yeah, it's it right. maybe that's if, what his dad yeah, said yeah even if and yeah. that's what he means when he says cover me with the thought that pulls the trigger like help me help yeah. me help me like drum up the violence but I just inside love, of me so yeah, where I can defend yeah. my family well that's because I'm not that's, a vi- we're not a violent people but that's what's nuts to me is that to me I I always take that last verse as now he's a Singing from the grave, yeah, posthumously, right. yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and and I just think it adds this extra layer of darkness to it. Yeah, right? this kid's face just splashed in the sky, and now he's talking about his lost love and fucking, yeah. you know. Remember the, la- the very me. last remember line. Me. Remember yeah. me to my love. I know I'll miss her. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. even even the line in between the one you read that that one in the middle. It always gets me where he says, "Raise my rifle to my eye," but then he says, "Never stop to wonder why." Mm-hmm. It just fucking like something like that just hits me like there's so much in that one line where he never stopped to wonder what it meant to him. He never stopped to think about the implications of his like I- impending doom. He never stopped to wonder why he even raised the rifle in the first place. Do you right. know what I mean? Like just right. God, Neil can fucking write a song. Yeah, yeah. he can, man. It, uh, <clears throat> the guitar work too, because this is the first yeah. electric song, is great. I mm-hmm. want to play two parts. And I want you guys to pick which one you like better, and also listen for the ooze because they're great. The 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 uh, crazy horse ooze are awesome. But um, uh, one fifty ish is the first solo. So then the next one would be around 340. They're, they're different. This is me- a little messier, but... This is right before the last verse, right? This is after my face splashed in the sky. That's why I think it yeah. fits so well. See, this is like... It's like you're just... you're. To me, you're, you're driving down this road in this open country, and you're just watching whatever goes by, whether it's the mountains or whatever. It's beautiful, but the story that goes with it is just terrifying. Yeah. You know what I mean? The song, the, the tone of the song does not yeah. describe the story at all. Yeah. You know, just like Pocahontas. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, it's it's a total it's a it's the juxtaposition of, of those. Well, two yeah, because we didn't even talk about did we even talk about the line in Pocahontas where it's like I think they left some babies lying right. on the ground. Yeah. Did that make you think of your son, David Briggs? Yeah. <laughs> where, honey, where's little David? <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know. She's a terrible <laughs> sister. <laughs> well, I mean, even that line, the the conflict in that line, yeah, like, yeah. is that supposed to be good or bad? Like, they I, left I, babies lying on the ground. Right. Well, there's I, nothing good about. Is it that. better no, than slaughtering they, them? They, like because they killed the women. 
Yeah. You know, and they killed the men and the women. So if they left the babies, there's nothing good about that. And it's it's they might have left yeah. some babies. Yeah. It's, right. It's so it's terrifying. Kind of blasé, like. Ugh. Right. We lost then, count then, of right. Missing. Right. And then with Powderfinger, he kind of switches that position. Yeah. You know, he could. That's what I'm saying. Like he's. I don't know. He's just trying to illustrate the mm. the terror of a superior force with superior technology moving in and taking it gets messy. You know, something that belongs yeah. to you and your family or your people. Now, if he did, if Skinner didn't die in a plane crash, do you think they would have done this song justice? No. Uh, you don't think so? Uh, I think they might have. I think they would have done an excellent job. I think they probably would have done a good job, but I don't think it would have been... No, it wouldn't have been as powerful no, as this. No. And Ronnie Van Zant doesn't have the same... Mm-mm. You know, he can't. The, the voice, it's partially in Neil's voice. Yeah. Where it's like, it can't. The, the, the flaws in Neil's voice make the story more real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where Ronnie Van Zant was a more, I guess, a better singer than Neil was. Or is. He was a better singer than Neil is. For what he did, yeah. Yeah, for what yeah. he did. And he could really sing the blues and he could sing country and stuff. But it's the imperfection in Neil's voice that really make it more real really yeah. make it a little scarier or it drives the just even on. the way he red means run son yeah. you know it's just he hits that shit so what are the odds that sweet home alabama is is in josh's top 10 songs of all time <laughs> i don't know no 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 play Freebird. shut up <laughs> maybe if if costello did a version of it he'd dig it oh yeah i'd be all over that and then and then you know just have Bruce Springsteen drop in too, and that'd be the best. Listen, I'm not a huge Bruce guy. You can't <laughs> shit on shit on him anymore because we've had Nils on the podcast. Right, I don't care. Unbelievable. <laughs> we've also had nails, on and the we've podcast. had nails. Need so remind you, almost yeah, the whole well, family. Speaking of families, welfare mothers. <laughs> yeah, let's nice move segue on. There, right? I love the families, my little <laughs> Yeah. Right off the bat, he's letting you know he's not fucking around. Yeah. Unless it's with welfare mothers at the one. Those claps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't singing about fucking welfare mothers, this could be like a stadium rock song. This song is very a stadium rock it's, song. It's very it has been conflicting for a long though. time. It's, yeah. He still it, plays this live. Great version well, of this song. I can hear it, like the uh, musically, you could hear this at a football game. But you can't have the fucking right, lyrics right, yeah. going. The NFL you know would never go mean? for that. Well, Absolutely not. mothers yeah. make better lovers. This is this is a song. <laughs> I mean, he's not the, wrong. Did you know that's what he's saying? This no. is this is a <laughs> yeah, song dude. he wrote when he was in Santa Cruz with the Ducks. He he would do is he'd take his stuff down to the laundromat. Oh my that's god! That's why he mentions the laundromat here. <laughs> And he would just kind of see what's going on. He was basically writing about what he was hearing people talking and it's so and stuff weird, like though. that. It's great. I think it's awesome. I a lot of people it, say it's really crass, and I agree. And I think that's the whole he idea. Wrote this at a laundromat in between you know, this, cracking open a few lines moms. about a laundromat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're picking up what I'm putting down. But lyrically, what does he say when he goes to that that breakdown where he goes divorcee, divorcee, divorcee? Okay. Right. What it's a right fucking on, it's, if you look the, the Neil Young archives is great because you can look at the lyrics on oh that's awesome yeah and it says divorcee yeah. <laughs> now do you hate how he says that or do you say divorcee oh god damn it I don't know it's a treat either way if I'm being honest lama lama you know I love it like lama hard to lama. believe that's gonna be the new tomato tomato lama lama that should be a shirt lama 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 
Yeah, down at the laundromat in every town, welfare mothers make better lovers. While they're washing, you can hear this sound now. Welfare mothers make better lovers. It's fantastic. Neil's got a type. What do you want him to say? So this is like this is another thing I love about this album. It starts really beautifully. It goes through yeah, all the acoustic yeah, yeah. stuff. And then, and then you hit the electric with Powderfinger, which then is it gets more, haunting. Right, but it gets more but and more still, oh, yeah. harsh, not only yeah. in sound, but also in attitude. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this is people think this is a really cold thing to say. I mean, why would you say this? Well, it's like what real people were talking about yeah. in a laundromat. Like all the, all the winners in the dive bars, like he mentioned, you know, these are what real people are talking about in the laundromat, you know. Just because you said it would be a great stadium song, I want it to be a pitcher's walkout song now. Oh, that would be so <laughs> right. Play a little bit. Yeah. Play a little more. I want to hear the heart. The, who, I think it's Poncho probably, but the one who, where, right, where who really emphasize anywhere. It, it, just wherever he says, well, film. Well, 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 you hear the one guy, better. You know. Here it comes again. <laughs> Dude, this song is a bop. It is. David Bryan. A hell of a here, it here it comes. Here it comes. Oh yeah. And we'll get to it, but on the Rust Never Sleeps. Uh, Your starting movie. picture. It's so fun to watch <laughs> them play this song. Seven. Michael Jordan. I just go right to Space Jam. I can't think of anything else. <laughs> 90s movies is the theme. Is that but the I love that. last it's like, movie it, you cried at, right? The Monsters. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this All picture. Right, okay, you only get a few <laughs> Space Jam quotes, please. <laughs> don't take me here anymore, right? Yeah, I was waiting for right? that one. I don't know. I don't. Have, I really don't white. have anything else to say except this song rocks. It definitely rocks. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun, and and I think that the attitude is there that he wants. Yeah, you know that the punk rock attitude is there. I don't care if you're offended. This is what reality is. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 you know, he's saying that this is what I hear them talking about. Yeah, you know. And then speaking of punk rock attitude, sedan, baby. This is like. He's, he's going for a thing here. Speaking of going for a thing, Mike, I think your daughter's ready to go. Oh. I like that change there where yeah, it gets like yeah. trippy. Is it almost at 55? Because I love the guitar. Yeah. The guitar at 55-ish is great. It's really good. If we can make it. If we can make it, we're talking over it. Yeah. Listen to that shit he's doing there. Yeah, this is the best guitar on the album. It's awesome. Yeah, and there's like this other stuff that's like, you know? What is it like again? It's like, it's the sound that the whale makes when they're, when fucking Crosby's trying to rein one in for a comb. You know, I used to think that this song was about like a cab driver. I don't know or, what this or song a, is Or about. a driver that someone hires, like if they need a town car or something. And 
I don't know that anymore. I don't. I, I, it, maybe I it's, it's a, a. It's about someone who's like on a tear on the town, and it's, he's got this warped vision of what's going on. It just gets worse and worse. I don't really know either. I heard it was about selling drugs. Oh, so like. But like the opposite this, way this of this guy's the mule. The opposite of tonight's the night where it's this kind of like sad. I'm making reality another version. delivery of chemicals and sacred roots. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's about hiring a cab driver to drive you around while you sell drugs. Huh. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe. Good thing Dolan's here. I'll yeah, tell you. Yeah, really. That was pretty good. What was Josh. that movie that came out with Kumail recently? Stuber. Yeah, I never saw it. I don't <laughs> Where know it's kind of similar. It's him and uh, uh, no. the guy from uh, Dave. Dave, uh, what's his name? The guy from Avengers. Oh, David Briggs Shoe. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Why does he bring up? Caesar and Cleo I don't, I don't made love know. in the Milky Way. They needed boats and armies to get there. I know there's a better way. This song is I all know, but over that's the place awesome. to me. Holy I know. It's, I mean, you're totally, visually, that's great. But yeah. it's like, what does that have to do like, with any kind of story that's yeah, in I didn't, here? I didn't do a ton of research. on. I, try, I couldn't find Is it like my, this, this job I have is, you know, yeah. is as great as the love affair between Cleopatra and, and Caesar? I guess. It must be. Yeah. Or it's just... Uh, and it's like in the stars now kind of a thing. I think you need to take some kind of drug to really tap into what that means. Yeah, well, you know, there, there, Josh, you're that, absolutely that right. That change I mentioned, it is like an acid trip. It just goes to that. All of a sudden, it's like... Kind of reminds me of cough syrup. <laughs> and like, I'm making, I'm making another delivery yeah, of chemicals and roots. I'll hold what you have to give me, but I'll use what I have to use. That's definitely a drug dealer reference. Yeah. And then, like, and then after that, it's the lasers are in the lab, yeah. and the old man dressed in white right. clothes. Everybody says he's mad. No one knows the things he knows, and all <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, obviously, that's about Rick from I Rick and Morty. I think he just wa- <laughs> clearly, yeah, yeah, probably. I think he just wanted to write a fucking punk song. Yeah, yeah, and he did it. Yeah, I'm sleeping in every hallway. I just can't accept the stairs. Drinking perfume. I'm using too many covers. I'm warm now, so I don't care. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Can you go to 355, Luke, where there's an actual, like, death metal scream? (laughs) Crank it up. Yeah, Dan Moshman's in this song. That's his favorite part. This sounds like every emo song too, though. What? It sounds like an emo song. He's not. He's not like. I disagree. Yeah, no, he's not whining. It sounds like new. Well, no, well, a little. He's he's got that whiny sound. He's got the whiny voice, but he's not. Maybe on the breakdowns a little bit. No, he's not. But but, I mean, I know. I mean, you're saying it's like those bands that in the early aughts that were sort of. Punk emo. Yeah, I'm not saying it's yeah, like. Yeah. You're it's not talking like, about like Dashboard Confession. No, like yeah, the yeah, line yeah. from this song where he goes, She left me roses by the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> On Ocean Avenue. She yeah. left me a rose at the front of the stage, and that guy from the Punk Tree's dad was there. <laughs> Look out, Mama, there's a white boat coming up the river. Oh, God. <laughs> it's always Sunday around here. <laughs> hey, hey, my, my. <laughs> Jesus. Is that a llama? <laughs> llama or a llama? Tomato, potato. Oh, Jesus. We got to end this.
Let's go to Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, my, into, into the black. I love how this starts. Especially coming off of that, yeah, because you, you get a little of that death metal scream, like I pointed yeah. out, and now you're in this. That's what I was saying. So it starts off with the song. Mosh pit. Sad mosh pit. This is what the, you know, this is what the album becomes at the end. It's just like this yeah. really raging, heavy, as compared to how it starts. You know, and this is where it ends up. Yeah. And it's just so, it's just so, it's just loud and it's like tearing into your brain. Yeah. You know, and they actually, with the drums, they use the studio door. I guess they took the studio door <laughs> off. That's And awesome. they laid it down on something and Ralphie Molina was beating it with a hammer. For really? The dun, dun, dun. You can That's hear awesome. It. Yeah. Just to get that real industrial sound, like, yeah. so stomp it's kind of become really primitive. So it start the album starts off really delicate with the same yeah. song, but yeah. then, you know, it just it just gets really primitive and loud, and yeah. it's hardly in tune. Yeah, you know. It's well, and I know becomes, loves. You know, uh, sorry, I know Neil loves to do the that, or he wanted to do that. Start with the same, uh, start with the song, end with the same song thing, and this to me is the best yet. Yeah, you know. Oh wh- yeah, where it, the two are vastly different. And like I pointed out with the parentheses where they're telling a different story of the same song, mm-hmm. different lines, yet they, you know, this is the second part of that. This is the into the black. This is that, like you said, that. And I just, I think it's so poetically perfect the way that this ends comparative to that. Hey, did you guys, did you listen from this to the top? Yeah. Like yeah. you go through all the way and then start over again and yeah. you hear, so you listen to this version and then you go right into the top version after hearing this one. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's so it's different. It's shaking so off the rust. Yeah. You know, he started off how we all expect Neil Young to sound and he ends with like total noise, you know? Does, mm. is this, and this is where he switches to Russ never sleeps. Yeah, it's better to burn out because Russ never sleeps. Yeah. Yeah. I also love how, when you, you can hear Billy Talbot coming over and doing the... Johnny, Johnny Rotten, Rotten Johnny. Yeah. You know, and they do that little boppy thing there. Can you go to uh, 120? Yes. Just, I just like that fucking... Yeah. That type of... Sh- that crazy shit that he's doing all throughout there. It's Yeah. I mean, when we were on AF, we we should have played this on uh, Harder, Faster, Ride Home. What is Not that? really. Yeah, we no, should have. No. What's, what is I that? So. What's Hard and Fast Ride Home? We'd play songs like that. Not <laughs> really. That's where I, they let me play, like, death metal and stuff Oh. at the end of the show. Oh, all right. Yeah. Let me ask you a question. You can only pick one version from this album. You go it would with, be the first one for me. No, Same. I'd go with that one. i go with Russ. Yeah, I'm go with the, the first one. one. Yeah. Mm. First one. So, okay, three against yeah. one shoe. Sorry, you're sorry. Right. Okay, well, and don't get me wrong. I love it. Oh, I yeah. love. I love, especially with everything we talked about, the way that the the journey of this album. I'm glad there's two, but if yeah, I had to pick one, if I'd I had if I had to pick one, one, I would pick, just. I'm just a sucker That's for why, that acoustic not, thing. Not to yeah. brag about town meeting, but I but really here we go. I, <laughs> well, we played this <laughs> so at the we, show. We cover this too. song every once in a while, but we—it's almost like we combine the two. Yeah, we do. Like, I put it on my Instagram story. Hope that's okay. <laughs> it's not. We're gonna be but, contacting oops. you a little bit later. Our lawyer will be. I mean, you have my number. <laughs> no, but I—I li- I like 
I, I love the I really love the acoustic version, yeah. but I love both, and I like I like that we kind of marry them when we do it. Shout out town meeting, my man. All right, someone else talk. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that was or how that that ended. I just think I like it because it, it leaves off where he. It took the whole album to shake off the rust. Yeah, yeah. You know, it took the whole. Yeah, album, I agree. Yeah, you know. So this is where this is where I'm going right now, which wasn't really true but because the next get, album was completely different. Don't you get but. this same type of uh, version in the next album anyway? In the live album, but you get both yeah. in, the, in, the, in live. Yeah, that's yes. what I mean. So it's like, this oh, is live it's, too. So I, I'll pick. Yes. I'll pick the acoustic one off of this one. Just cause. But you have both on the next. Yeah, one, I know. I think, but I right? just, I'll, yeah. you yeah. know what I mean. I, I, I like that he's given us them both to work with on both albums. Yeah. So, do you think this album needs to be listened to as a whole? Yes, yeah. I think so. Yeah, like, Although, not a lot of albums are like that. Like, oh, this song's great. Anymore. That song's great. No. Which yeah. is why I would but, cut "Sail Away." Right. That would be my cut as well. It just yeah, doesn't. It's the one wow, that doesn't. All, I wonder fit. if we'll be in agreement on the top three. I doubt it, because mm. I have "Ride My Llama" in my top okay, three. Okay, so yeah, that? so we're not then. Mine are obvious ones. I, I go. I probably go, Pocahontas, Powderfinger, Hey Hey My My. I'd go number three would be Sedan Delivery, number two would be Powderfinger, number one would be Thrasher. Oh okay. My three, I, th- I, I, I don't. I just it just has been so stuck in my head. I love it. I don't really know where else it is yet. So I, I will put Ride My Llama as my third. Just because I fucking I don't know I, I like ride it a my lot. llama and <laughs> and the only Thank reason I, the only reason because I was on the fence I was stuck between that Pocahontas and um, uh, Thrashers uh, but I chose ride my llama just because I don't know sure I, yeah Powderfingers two my my hey hey out of the blue is my number one and then I Pocahontas I didn't put because I'll just put it for Hitchhiker. I almost, you know what I mean? It's, oh, I'll it, put it'll that come on back Hitchhiker later. Too. So. I almost put that as my number one, but I yeah. think I held off because I like the Hitchhiker. I like this though. version better, though, than Hitchhiker. Than Hitchhiker? Because I like the added production stuff in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you have a top three, Josh? Um, hey, Hey, My, My is number one. Which version? Uh, the acoustic one? Yeah, the acoustic one. The first one, and that's also number one and two. Number one, two, and three, because you, that's the only one I can think of right <laughs> okay. now. And I would cut Pocahontas. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't appreciate the racism in it. So. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> I appreciate that. Gone. Mike, you didn't have Hey, Hey, My, We My don't have your the top three. Talking, no. Josh. Really? <laughs> so I had to yeah. do it. All right. Yeah. I guess that's fine. What do you say? He doesn't have Hey, Hey, oh, My, My yeah. in his top three at all, which is interesting. I mean, he's wrong, but it's interesting. Is that song <laughs> as a Neil song one of your favorite Neil songs? Or not? Uh, I don't know if it's even in my top ten. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. I was gonna say if you want to say what Neil Young sounds like, I would show them that song. But also, I'm not as into Neil as you guys. But you're not. I mean, it's not a bad. It's not <laughs> a terrible. No, you're I, not, not. You're not off. But the thing is, you, it's, it's almost impossible yeah. to do that. To introduce someone to Neil with one song, you'd have to say which Neil. Right. I yeah. also love that. You had Decade right before this, which was what everyone says. Of, oh, if you want to know Neil, listen to Decade. It's got everything. But it doesn't even have this. It doesn't have Hey, Hey, My, My on it, mm-hmm. which is such a huge song. It doesn't have anything off of this on it, I don't think. Does it? Does Is Pocahontas not on No, it? it's not on Decade. Let me look on Decade. It's not on. Well, Pocahontas is not on Decade, I promise you. Uh, huh. but it's just such a good album for something released, like especially 
June twenty second, nineteen seventy nine, if I'm correct. Jesus Christ. Um, so I just I <laughs> really? think it's really it was a great day. There's to no pick. quiz at the end of the <laughs> oh, podcast. Okay. No, there's nothing on this album. The next one has a ton of now, stuff. How would you compare Hey Hey My My to Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls? I wouldn't. <laughs> Same. Because that song kicks ass. You know what I'm talking about. People who shit on I, the Goo Goo Dolls can go fuck themselves because the Goo Goo Dolls kick ass. I still Iris, haven't heard Iris the Goo Goo would Girls. go on Comes Goo Goo Goo. as opposed oh, to God. Rust Never Sleeps. Iris and Name would both go on right. Comes a Time. Right. Both great damn good songs. But, but Naked would be on Rust Never Sleeps. Yeah. And Fall Down from Superstar Car Wash would be on Rust Where would you sleeves. put Slide? Oh, Slide is definitely comes a time. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But you have to have Ben Keith on that tune. It's called Slide. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the next episode is going to be the movies. Hey, hey, That's right. Hey, well, hey, up uh, to this point. I'm sure we'll do another movies one. We did a lot of movies this episode, too. I know. Well, I just we do them every the, episode. The Bernard Shakey movies is what we're talking about. Right. So yeah, we're going to do uh, Rust Never Sleeps, the film, and We'll throw in Human, Human Highways Highway, with it. Which I haven't watched yet. We none of I, us have yet. Russ uh, has the DVD. I do, yeah. And we're, yeah. we're going to watch it before we talk about it. Yeah. Um, Are and any of them better than Purple Rain, though? We no, haven't seen them know. yet. Purple so. Rain is a goddamn masterpiece. Right. But you can, you can only watch Anybody it on that DVD. rides a motorcycle. Yeah, like I couldn't that. find it anywhere. And obviously no. don't stream it. Pay, pay for it. I don't even think you can. I tried <laughs> to find that. And you what? To stream what? Human Highway. Human yeah, Highway. I know. Yeah, you it's, can't it's, even do it illegally. We're lucky to find it Neil, on man. DVD, He's like, man. Zero distribution yeah. for it. I'm surprised it's not up on Neil Young Archives. I, it was, you said. But well, they, no. Um, Rust Never Sleeps was up there for a while. And then he took it down. And now he's got every single porch session up there, which is pretty awesome. And yeah. uh, he's you know, got that Sleeps with Angels documentary. You know what? Which is really that. good. You can yeah. find two things from Human Highways on YouTube. And b- watch both it's of just these. Human Highway. Human Highway, sorry. You can find the trailer, and you can find a 9 minute and 52 second version of My My Hey Hey with Neil Young and Devo. Yeah. That which is, is fantastic. And if which you don't bananas. enjoy that, then you yeah. probably won't enjoy the movie. The movie. But you David, can well, we don't know. We haven't seen it yet. And so. listen to us talking about David it. David Briggs called that the insect orchestra version. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking kind of terrifying. You guys have to check out Hyper Rust. I think Hyper Rust was a website from the 90s that Neil Young Archives took over. And turned into Neil oh, wow. Young Archives. Jeez. But search Hyper Rust because all the links go to Neil Young Archives. And you can see old video of them making Human Highway. Just really short, like 30-second clips. Yeah. But what's great is it has old video of David Briggs. And just what a crazy bastard he was. And like at times, Wait. it seemed like he was speaking in <laughs> tongues. And... David Briggs or David Briggs' shoe? No, David Briggs' shoe can't talk yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, but there's great footage to... of them driving around in their car. Do you think he'll have the shoe during the, uh, tonight's, oh, yeah. during the Tonight's Night tour? And Good David Briggs has an 8 millimeter video, camera, right? and he's filming Neil. Oh, and man. like a super young Nils Lofgren is sitting in the back oh. with Frankie. You know, uh, Good old Nils. And Nils' Ralphie. album is out now, by the way. That's right. Weathered. Yeah. Go by weathered. By weathered, everyone. Yeah. All right. All right. So next yeah. week, it's the, uh, the first film version yes. of Long May You Young. And I think you should, when you put it out, put Human Highway first. So that way, if people aren't confused, they don't see Rust Never Sleeps. Yeah, I'll do twice. that. I'll, I'll figure it out. Special thanks to Josh Dolan. From Sorry for having me, guys. The Breaking yeah, the Ice podcast. Coming in Sorry with some knowledge about me. Rust. I was not. Yeah. Uh, it was very impressive. You texted me this morning. You said drop by, but, you know, hit up Wikipedia first. You don't so. have to break the fourth wall. You don't have to tell them what I told you. Great, Luke. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Fucking you didn't think I was. Great. Bruce Wallace was fucking dead the whole time. Great. Thanks a lot, Luke. <laughs> Bruce Wallace? Is that what I said? Is that William Wallace's brother? 
Bruce. Yeah. It was a better movie, though. <laughs> <laughs> Great part. Jo- Josh is like, you're talking about Wally? What? The no more Pixar robot? Movies. All right, let's go. All right. All right, bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, youngsters. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye, youngsters. Thank you. We love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, last word. Luke. Goodbye. Dave or Big Shoe. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.